Why is the world in such a dark place? Where are we going? What happens next? How do we move through time? Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast. This is the Awakening Series. In the last four sessions, we dove into who we are as spiritual beings, beings of divine light, eternal spiritual presence, how to recharge our spiritual energy through remembrance of the divine, God, the infinite ocean of bliss, love, purity, and peace. We explored what is beyond the universe, the spiritual home, and the secrets of the law of karma. Today, we'll be exploring a spiritual perspective on time and the seasons of time, how we come here onto this planet and what we pass through along the way. And the things that you'll hear and learn today will shine light on what you most likely already feel deep within your heart and being. It is our deepest honor to share with you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Arielle, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. So many blessings to you. Lots of love and blessings. Thank you for your beautiful presence. Let's just start with a few beautiful breaths. And as we breathe in together, a few beautiful breaths together, breathing all the way in. And all the way out. And as we breathe, just Bring our attention back to that shining light, the immortal presence, our higher self. Beautiful light, beautiful peace. And we remember that we are safe, that we are secure, because we are immortal, eternal beings. And as we go into this session today, let's tune into life from that perspective. So how do we as spiritual beings move through time. What is our real history? Where have we been? Where are we going? What happens next? A key question 
that we have to ask to answer these questions is, are we divine beings, spiritual beings, incarnations of divinity in this human body? Or are we the end result of some random event? Is this a cosmic mistake, this big world? Are we here for a reason? Are you here for a reason? Or is this all just random consequences of past events? You know, look around the world, all these trees and plants and all the people and stories. Is there a meaning behind all this? Or is it all just some strange thing? This is the big question. So from a spiritual perspective, we see things completely different from the materialist scientific perspective. And we have a very different way of looking at the past based on that. So as we go into this today, just take a step back, open your heart and tune into the awareness of the past from the consciousness that you are a spiritual being. When we understand that first of all, first and foremost, we are spiritual beings, the real being is the spiritual being wrapped in this body that consciousness is primary and matter is secondary, matter is secondary, that our inner world creates our outer world. When we have that consciousness, we see a completely different reality than someone who doesn't know about these things, doesn't see that clarity. So as spiritual beings, we all take a different number of lives, but follow a similar flow through life. Some souls just have one life. In fact, many of the souls here now, this is their first life. And others have been here a long, long time, a long, long time. And if you're listening to this, you're most likely one of those. When we first incarnate here onto this planet, we have descended down here from our spiritual home with complete power, because the spiritual world, like we talked about a couple of sessions ago, is the world of infinite, infinite peace, infinite bliss, infinite joy is huge, huge amounts of power. So when we first come down onto this planet, we have huge, huge stores of power, completely charged. This is the spiritual recharge podcast, right? The charge is so, so intense, yeah? such massive power. And we come down full of energy, full of beans, if you like, massive power. Do you know what I mean? Extreme power. 
in a good way, so much joy, so much bliss, because we've come from a place that is supercharged. So when we come down from that place with huge stores of power, what is our outer world going to look like and feel like? As is the inner world, so is the outer world. What will be our outer manifestation? Hmm. It will be full of divine love and peace. And this is why there is this deep memory of paradise, of heaven, Parastan, land of angels. And this is remembered in many civilizations, a time of total peace and harmony in the past. And again, we're talking about a spiritual history that's something that's beyond the world's history books, but is a deep memory within. And I imagine if you're listening to this, there is a deep memory within of this original time that's known as the Golden Age, Sat Yug, the Age of Truth. The age of natural happiness, peace, love, and bliss. A springtime of life, a blossoming of light, a time of pure love and freedom. And if you've experienced this, you will remember it deep inside of yourself. So just taking a moment to tune in with a seed, a memory within you. Of a completely elevated consciousness, embodying your divinity fully and the outer world being a reflection of that infinite grace and beauty made manifest. And this feeling is so deep that it's likely what has brought you to listen to this podcast because there's something you are remembering if you hadn't experienced such an elevated state of being, you wouldn't be remembering it. You wouldn't be seeking to return to it. So ask yourself, what was your highest state and how did it feel? I've actually had visions of this, which I'm not going to share about today, but maybe another time. But one thing I will mention is that this original state is, has so much joy and so much love (laughs) that it's almost difficult to tolerate it, (laughs) which is a a wonderful problem to have. There's so much joy that you really, it's, it's so intense that 
you're actually wondering, hang on a minute, can I try and turn this down just a little bit? Because it's it's so charged. And and not only that, it doesn't drop off. In our world today, we might be a little bit happy, goes up a bit, and then it comes down again, it goes up and down. This golden age state is permanent happiness. It just goes on and on and on, day and night, day and night. You know, it's really intense. <laughs> so much bliss, so much bliss. And then gradually, gradually, as all things in this universe, gradually, that energy starts to reduce. Just like if you get new clothes, get them straight out of the box, they're all brand new and they smell fresh. And what happens if you, you wear them and wash them and wear them and wash them and wear them and wash them? They start to gradually get a little bit worn. Same with shoes, same with if you get a new house, it starts to get marks on the walls and have a little... Everything in the universe is under the law of entropy. It just gradually loses energy. So we come from the springtime, the golden age, to the silver age, from spring to summer, energetically. And the world changes, and our experience changes. So it's still happy. There's still wonderful experiences happening. But it gradually, slowly, we lose that freshness a little bit. And we have to make a little bit of effort. We have a bit of interest in going and doing things and exploring more and having new things because we're not fully satisfied in and of ourselves. So gradually summer becomes fall. And this is where there is a big change in consciousness from being fully aware that we are spiritual beings we start to get caught up in the body. We start to get caught up in the ego. We start to need things, want things, crave for things. And we start to make mistakes based on that state, which causes us sorrow. So from the summer, it becomes the fall. From silver, goes to copper. This is all energetic. These are words, but you can feel the shift in consciousness. And when we start to suffer, we start to worship. We start to worship God. We start to want help. We start to look for support. We start to write scriptures. We're no longer liberated. we've become trapped. So this is a 
profound shift in consciousness from the first stages of spring to summer there's still so much beauty summer is a little bit less exceptionally pristinely pure and beautiful a little bit but with fall there's a big change and i think the seasons is such a profound way of understanding our spiritual seasons because the fall is really different the leaves start to change color and fall off the tree and can become cold a little harsh windy there's still beauty present there's still beauty present and there's still some happiness but it's mixed there's also sorrow so there's still some warmth but there's also coolness and i think the word fall is even so fascinating because it's like we hear about the fall you know and that is what's referring to this season and as we'll be speaking more about these are seasons within ourselves and these are also seasons within the collective so we're moving through these seasons at our own spiritual divine pace we all have a little different one and then there's the collective seasons occurring as well so the fall and it's also the beginning of our devotion our recognition that we've lost power and we need to find and realize and remember who is that being who can help us god and we search in so many ways and we do so many practices and rituals and this is the beginning of that and then that just increases and increases and increases in our deep search and our deep deep yearning to return to that higher state that we once knew that's become merged so we may not be very conscious of it but there's a very deep unconscious yearning to return at this stage So we go on pilgrimages and we try all these practices. When we are in the golden age, golden experience, we don't need anything. We don't think about God because we are embodying divine qualities and 
living from a place of freedom, godlike, higher consciousness, naturally. But when we fall and get caught up in all the negativity, then we start reaching, reaching out for support. And just like the seasons, the fall, what follows the fall, the winter time. The winter time is when things start to get dark, the minimum amount of light, we get cold, the plants all die. I have a garden here and the winter time is, you know, for a gardener, the winter time is devastating because what was once full of flowers and beauty and fragrance is now basically dead. It's not completely dead, but it's a heartbreaking expression of what it once was. So the winter time of the soul is a time of emptiness, time of struggle, of survival, and in history, this is when there's the maximum cruelty, violence. And this is also the time in history where, in our modern history, where science has emerged. And science is a double-edged sword. There's the cruelty of science. The scientific method can be extremely cruel to creatures and animals and people. There's also the blessings that come from it. Technology, the machine. This great machine that we live in now. So this is now the winter time. The end of the winter time. So we're living through the end of the winter. And what happens after winter? It becomes the spring. After night, the dark night, there is the dawn. So right now, right now, we are living through the dawn. The dawn is just breaking, nearly. That's why there is the undercurrent of change happening while simultaneously there is the grip of the dark energies over us. So it's referred to as the dark night. And in winter, there is that lack of light, the light reduces. And then it gradually, gradually starts returning. If we look at a small cycle, we can look at a day. And there's the dark, darkest of the night just before the dawn, before the light starts to return and to rise. So we're in this chapter collectively and because souls have lost so much power 
All of the negativity is an expression of weakness, lack of consciousness, lack of divinity, awareness. And so we can see what comes from that place. It's dark. And yet there's this stirring of awakening and awareness in many souls. A memory to return to that time of spring. The experience of divinity embodied higher consciousness. And so it's at this time, this confluence of ages, that we are being called to return to that highest state. And as we've talked about on this podcast, the way to do that is in connecting to the source, the highest one, the purifier, the bestower, divine. To link our mind and hearts with that being and recharge, return to that highest energy state that is congruent with spring. Spring can't come unless the consciousness within us is congruent, is in alignment, is in harmony with the glorious expression of spring. This is the time of the great awakening, the confluence age. This is when the huge shift between the end of the dark period and the beginning of the light, the infinite light, infinite light and consciousness is primary and matter is secondary. So we are the bringers of the light individually as we wake up right now as the light within us is illuminated through that spiritual union, spiritual connection. As we experience that paradise in ourselves, there is an expression, the kingdom of heaven is within. It starts within. And so as we experience that feeling of freedom and infinite happiness, slowly, slowly, as we wake up more and more, just like the sun gradually rises, as we allow that light to become more and more illuminated, then we are bringing forth a whole new world from that shift in consciousness. And according to how much light we experience in ourselves, that is how much light we will experience in the future.
And you might be wondering, remembering back to how we shared how some souls are still in their first life. Some of us have been here a long time. We all still go through those seasons individually. And if we've been here a long time, it's very gradual, so slow. And it changes so gradually, so slowly that we hardly even notice until suddenly we open our eyes and realize on some level that we're in a completely different place. Whereas some souls are go through these stages very quickly in even one life or just a few. And what's fascinating is that because consciousness is primary, even though the collective cycle is in the dark winter, Iron Age Kaliuk, which translates as Age of Death, actually, even, even so, those souls that are in their higher stage, Sato Pradhan, we call it, pure, they're still, even within this dark time of the cycle, collectively experiencing a heavenly state. It's an inner experience. Some of them may have the outer reflection fully. There are places and parts of the world that are serene and more untouched, glorious. And they may have that experience. And then some, they may not even have the full outer expression. And maybe you've come across people like this, but they are untouched. They are untouched by what's going on around them. Even if there's negativity and darkness, it's almost like that soul has a bubble around them, a bubble of light. And they're experiencing pure, radiant joy in their experience, even if those around them aren't. So that's how that works. You might figured you might be wondering, how is it that yes, there's this collective cycle and then yes, there's an individual cycle within each of us. These are very deep things, and the Sanskrit words that you might find interesting is sato, rajo, and tamil. Sato, satopradan. Sato means the highest, the purest. It means the original, the, the bursting with joy. Infinite bliss, the highest, it's the pristine. Rajo is the middle, a bit more force, a bit more rough and ready, make things happen. And Tamo Pradhan, Tamo means inert, dead, stuck. 
Yep. So, for example, in this world, if you want to look around, you notice that someone who's happy, who naturally eats food that's good for them, and they want to help people, and they want to help of, be of service, that's Satop Brand's stage, you know, natural. There are some people like that around even now. Rajo is more coffee, force, make it happen, order. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Tamot Pradhan is sitting around on the couch all day with large amounts of junk food and consumerism and beers and can't do anything. That's the Tamot Pradhan, like a definition of Tamot Pradhan. And th this is just a, a way of understanding it. We go through a much longer experience of this if we've had many lives of huge amounts of time in the Sato Pradhan stage. Sato, very, very joyful for a long, long, long time, gradually coming down, gradually getting caught up in things, and then gradually becoming basically almost dead whilst alive. Another example that's used that's very beautiful is if we look at the cycles of the moon. And when the moon is full, it's said to be 16 celestial degrees full. You can think of that as the highest fullness of yourself, the soul. And then gradually, gradually, the light of the moon is reduced until we get to that place where there's just a sliver left, but mostly it's dark. And so even when we reach that lower state of being, there's still light, but it's very different from that 16 celestial degrees full, that full brightness, full power, full love, and full bliss. So if you look around you in the world, you'll see there are some bright lights who've come down. A lot of new souls. New souls mean they've come straight from the soul world. They have got their full charge, Satop Pradhan. And they go through this, these stages very quickly. But that's why you might see how come some of these people seem to be able to do all these things and they have huge followings on their various social media accounts and they're all excited and they don't seem to have any suffering and everything seems to go well for them. Why is that? Because they're in the Sato Pradhan stage or the Sato Rajo stage, they have the power. And you'll notice if you follow people long enough, you'll see the, the degradation, the, the degradation slowly. A classic example of this is Britney Spears. I have to bring this up because she's a great example of someone who's straight down from the soul world, a very happy child. If you've ever seen, I'm, I'm not like an expert on Britney Spears, I have to admit, but um, it, I just remember one time when I was in England when, when she um, shaved her head. I'm sure many of you remember that. It's front page news. So here's this soul who was very, very happy and just doing her thing. And then she got a record deal and it started out, you know, fairly pure and initially, let's say, and then it gradually, gradually. And the industry and the world, you know, basically got that lovely, pure soul and made her more and more 
disturbed. And these phases will go through until she finally returns back to that highest original stage. This is happening all the time. So some people are more public and you can see it. Most people, no one really knows what they're up to, but you see these things going round and round. So you've got a very fascinating experience of life and the world all happening at the same time, overlapping. And even with, with COVID and different things, different people have different experiences based on their internal state. What we need to understand is, first of all, don't compare yourself to these new souls if you're not a new soul, because, you know, if you've been around a long time, then you have become more and more. You've lost energy gradually. We all have. And so someone else has just arrived with all this power, and we have been around a long time and lost a lot of power, right? But the difference is that you have this huge reservoir to fill up. And that's why we need to really spend a lot of time in that spiritual energy, sitting back on that seat of power, spiritual power, receiving that spiritual charge so that we can recharge our batteries all the way back up to the top. So the Confluence Age is a spiritual age superimposed on top of this crazy world. And as soon as you become awakened to who you really are, and you start getting that spiritual power, you enter into this other world, spiritual realm. So all around us, there may be all sorts of crazy things happening, but you're experiencing everything from a different space. And the longer we stay there, the more charge we get and the higher we feel as we keep going up, 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 up until we reach our highest stage once again. So the subtle age is happening in consciousness and it is such a blessing and great fortune it is said to be the fruit of your devotion of many lifetimes to return to this awareness, this consciousness, this blessing and great fortune of experiencing spiritual recharge, connecting with the Supreme, the Highest One, the Purifier, and returning to your highest state and the great service that you are doing for our world in that process because as you purify and return to your highest state you are supporting the return of that expression in our world and so you are a world benefactor and a world server on a subtle level as you do this inner spiritual work so it's a very very profound very profound time So how do we return? We've been talking about this and we'll continue to connect about this in the spiritual recharge. We remember our original selves. We return to the consciousness of being a being of love, soul, 
pure consciousness. We experience ourselves as that shining light, shining out through our eyes, through our forehead, that I am the consciousness making this body move and bringing light, light upon all of my thoughts, my words, my actions. So we remember we are spiritual beings and we connect with our beloved, the Supreme, the ocean of love, peace, purity, power. And as we have union with that being in our mind, we receive the current of completely sato pradhan, highest, purest energy in all of existence. And as that energy enters our mind and heart, we are transformed. And we, this isn't a overnight task. <laughs> it's something we come back to again and again and again through this purification process in which there is a lot of dirt to be removed and there is a lot to be cleansed and healed and transformed but we trust in our original state and we trust in our unbreakable divine pure connection with the one so as you keep becoming aware of these things your own history from the golden age silver age copper age iron age round and round these higher states the cycles the seasons of your existence as you go round and round that and think about that you will get insights into your past lives you'll get a better feeling for where you've been what's been going on and where you're going so the more we shift out of this toxic world into this higher experience the more we bring that energy into ourselves and that will become manifest physically now and in the future so when you see all this crazy stuff going on in the world understand the reason it is the way it is is because this is the dark time that it has to be changed and this is the consequence of a whole range of things that have happened previously and it's coming to a head and our job as spiritual beings is to change ourselves and as we do we change our world so Never feel disheartened or worried. Focus on creation. There are many, many people focused on destruction. There are lots of armies, there are lots of politicians. There are all sorts of crazy things happening for destroying and making a mess of the physical world. That's not our job, any of those things. Our job is creation of the spiritual shift in consciousness that then brings forth newness into the world. I was talking to someone today and she was going on about 
various things in the world, COVID-related things and governments and all these different details, which we're not going to get into. And I was sharing with her that that's not her fight. She's a spiritual person, that she could get caught up in that. And of course, there is a need for some amount of awareness around these things and a certain amount of action. Our fight as spiritual beings, if you want to call it that, is change ourselves. And as we do this, we draw back our original state back to ourselves. We have a higher sense of self-respect, deeper awareness of who we are. You get that spiritual charge and you'll feel it. You'll really feel like you're changing. You're going backwards through time, through the seasons, coming back to the springtime in yourself. And you'll experience divine peace, divine freedom, and you'll create fortune now and in the future. It's fascinating, as Michael just touched on, in yourself, it's an experience of actually going back words through the seasons the other direction so from winter to fall to summer to spring it's a very deep experience to trust have patience love compassion all of these qualities are so important because it's a very sensitive deep process and you can call forth the experience of your own Sato Pradhan state of consciousness and ask yourself, what was it like to be in my Sato Pradhan stage? And to feel the energy that comes as you ask that question, as you call forth the memory. And to trust in your deep feeling, you are trusting in the unseen, but the known. So it's a very sacred time, as I'm sure you already feel deep within your heart. And you the Divine One listening to this are a very sacred soul. You have a very sacred role. Not every soul has the role to be called to this awareness, to this returning. And so deep respect, appreciation, and love for you. So a little blessing for you. And may you remember who you are. Connect with the purifier. And return to your own personal highest state of being. May you come back to that original state. May you re-experience the golden age within yourself and as we change 
we literally change the world. So thank you so much for your beautiful presence. And we go deeper into these things in some of our courses. They're all free in spiritualrecharge.com. So if you want to learn more about some of the details we've talked about, dive a bit deeper, you can learn more about that at spiritualrecharge.com. We personally learn all these things free, and that's why we offer these things to everyone, because everyone should get a chance to learn how they can come back to their original state of consciousness naturally. It's uh, changed our lives profoundly and made everything else easier because as we become more satopradan, have a higher consciousness, everything we do is easier. That's the wonderful thing. When you look around the world and you see people who just somehow can just do all these things and get all this success, and you're like, what on earth? How, like, what, how is that? You know, you're just wondering. It's because they're charged. That's the reason. Spiritual power. They may, might not do any meditation. They might have, they might be complete atheists. They might not believe in any of the things we're talking about at all. But it doesn't matter because they got spiritual power. And what we're doing is we're returning back to that spiritual power which we had. And older souls, by the way, have way more spiritual power than these new souls. It's just that it takes a while for us to get that charge back into us and charge it all the way back so that we have that original stage. So we have to have a lot of patience, a lot of love, a lot of understanding, compassion for ourselves. And also have that self-respect that even though we might not be the full embodiment of who we are today, deep down within us, we have that beautiful gold. And we're coming back to it, step by step. So thank you so much for your beautiful presence. And wishing you all the most wonderful experiences as you return back home. Oceans of love and every blessing upon your journey. Thank you for your divine presence, for being here, and for awakening in these times. Namaste.